Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Club Leon and Atlas have made it through the Ligia and into the Liga Emekis final. The first of the final's two legs happens tonight, and Felipe Cardenas is here to tell us what to watch for in Mexico's biggest game, both tonight and in Sunday's second leg. I'm Alex Abnos, and this is Soccer Every Day for Thursday, December 9th. Once again, I am sitting here with Felipe Cardenas, uh, a rare triplete, third appearance on Soccer Every Day in a week. Felipe, thank you for joining me. We're talking today uh, not about the Champions League, which we have been for the last two days, but about the other final that's happening. Obviously, we have the MLS Cup final this weekend, uh, but the Liga Emekis final is happening as well. This is a two-legged affair. The first leg is happening tonight at 10 p.m., on Tudene uh, and Univision, for those of you that would like to watch it. It's a really interesting matchup because, Felipe, even on this show, we've talked about mostly sort of the big-name Mexican teams. We've talked about Monterrey, we've talked about Club America, Cruz Azul a little bit. Uh, These are two teams in this final that are not quite at that level of recognition, but both have their own stories, Club León and Atlas. I think we should start by just going sort of one by one through those teams and getting the general sense of, of what they're like. First, let's start with Club Leon. Um, how did they get here and who did they beat and what's sort of been the story of their season so far? Yeah, well, Leon finished third over in the overall standings. They were tied on points with Atlas, who finished in second on, on goal differential. And obviously both of those teams were behind Club America, who won the equivalent of the supporter shield. They don't give that out, but... They were yeah. top of the table before the playoffs. Uh, so that was the top three, Club America, Atlas, and Leon. Uh, and, and really for, for Ariel Holan, who's an Argentine uh, manager of Leon and his first year in Mexico, uh, it was a good result for him. I think it's, he's a very accomplished manager. He won the Copa Sudamericana with Independiente in 2017. He won a t- uh, league title with Universidad Católica in Chile in 2020. Uh, and he came through these, I think he should, the team showed through these playoffs uh, exactly who they are. They're a very experienced team. They are, they have several internationals, several national team caliber players, and not just Mexicans. There's an Ecuadorian, there are Colombians, uh, and, and obviously Mexican internationals as well. So I think for them, their identity is, is they're an attacking team. They, they want to counter press you. Uh, they're very direct, but they are the experienced side. And, and they had a little bit of a hiccup at the beginning of the playoffs. They 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 beat the upstart in Puebla, uh, but they lost the home leg. And so it got dicey for a minute there. Uh, then they were able to get through that one. And then they defeated Tigres 3-3 on away goals is how they, they advanced. And that was a big, I think, an upset. You know, I think it, it was viewed as like two sort of big teams in, in the playoffs that were left, Tigres and Leon. 
uh, and Leon got, a, got, got, you know, got through. So I think this is an interesting matchup because, you know, they, they, they are a team that is, is accustomed in, in lately in, in winning titles. They won the leaks leagues cup. You can, we can laugh about that one, but they did defeat the Seattle Sounders over the summer in the League's Cup. Uh, they were runners-up in 2019 in the Clausura and Liga MX, and then they were the Apertura champions in 2020. So uh, it's a good side. I remember just to end it on Leon in 2019 when they were coached by Mexican manager Ignacio Ambriz. I was at Dallas. I spoke to Tata Martino about several national team players, and he mentioned Leon, who at the time I think were in – um, the CCL, you know, playing against MLS teams. And he described Leon in 2019 as the best, the team that best, that played the best soccer in Mexico. So they've, for over the last few years, have been that sort of team. Well, within that, that you, that's t- type of style generally tends to produce players that are worth watching and specifically attacking players that are worth watching. But in any position, what are, uh, who are some players that we should be keeping an eye on for uh, Leon in this game? Well, like I mentioned, this is a team, an experienced side, I mean, perhaps not a player to watch, but they do have a Mexico national team goalkeeper in Rodolfo Cota. He's a backup to Guillermo Ochoa, a good goalkeeper, very experienced. I think the two players to watch, though, are Ecuadorian Angel Mena, uh, who's sort of like their do-everything guy in the attack, really dangerous, can score, can assist aggressive. And then they have a Chilean in, in John Meneses, who's sort of like their number 10, their assist guy, uh, very also a, an attacking player. So those to me are two players that tend to stand out, um, but they're well-rounded. They have a Colombian international defender in, in Tecillo in the back. Uh, and I th- believe they'll be without a Mexico international left back, Osvaldo Rodriguez, who was red carded in that last game against Tigres. But Meneses and Angel Mena are the danger men for Leon. What would a title mean for Club Leon, uh, given their attacking style and everything else that they've been through this season? Well, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it would be perhaps one step closer to pushing them into the elite of the MX, you know, they, 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 I think that's desperately where club Leon want to be. They want to be talked about alongside Cruz Azul and club America and Monterrey and Tigres as, you know, these well-funded consistent sides and a a championship, a title here in 2021 after the season that they've had uh, after, you know, not taking a risk, but bringing in an international manager after replacing the highly respected Ignacio Ambriz, who's a Mexican manager, they bring in the Argentine Ariel Holan. And if they were to win a title in Holan's first year, I think that would really solidify him in Mexico and it would solidify the project as one that, yes, they are competing with the top sides. That'll be interesting to see. Let's move on to Atlas. Felipe, how did they get here and who did they beat along the way? So like I mentioned, Atlas finished second, which was a big surprise in the overall standings. I mean, this is a team that uh, is arguably has the most dedicated fan base in Mexico. That is something that Atlas has always been known for. Thick and thin, they are there, as you mentioned, uh, offline. You know, it's been over 70 years since they they won a title. It's been 22 years since they were in a final, and their fans are still always 
there. They're critical of the team, but they're always they're always there. So after finishing second in the overall standings, uh, they defeated Monterrey in the quarters on away goals. And that was a big deal. That was a huge upset in Mexico. Uh, and then they they really battled past Pumas in the semifinals. I think Pumas was sort of a surprise team getting there. They had defeated Club America. And that match between Pumas and Atlas, I thought it was like just 10 rounds of boxing. Uh, and, and Atlas came through. It was great to watch. Uh, and, and now they're here in the final after a big turnaround. You know, they, they're their same ownership group that, that manages Santos Laguna or Leggy Sports is the same ownership group that then purchased Atlas. And the restructuring that Orlegi Sports has implemented in, in from a sporting perspective at Atlas is starting to pay off. Uh, this would be huge for, for that ownership group as well. Uh, Santos obviously is a team that's very that's very good and, and has similar model. They play with a lot of academy players and they tend to be like the underdog. So it's a big moment for Atlas. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is supported by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club has finally been promoted into League Two after 15 seasons in the National League. Dedicated staff and supporters celebrate the team's return to glory while bracing for the newfound challenges that come with being in a higher league. Will Wrexham AFC stand up to the challenge and rise again into League One? FX's Welcome to Wrexham, all new, Thursdays on FX, stream on Hulu. You mentioned academy players. Are any of them among your your players to watch for for Atlas in this game? No, <laughs> I mean <laughs> they have some 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 quality players uh, from the academy side, but I think the player to watch for me is uh, their their Argentine number nine, Julio Furch, F U R C H. Okay, interesting last name, but. Um, I think what's interesting, interesting with him is that he's coming from, uh, from Santos, Santos Laguna. So like I mentioned, the team that's also by own, that's owned by the same or leggy sports, uh, he scored, I believe 59 goals for Santos over three seasons. He was very good for them. And now he's come to Atlas and really changed the way they play. You know, Diego Coca, the Argentine manager, he's very aggressive with how they play. I mean, that's why that matchup against Pumas was so awesome because it was like backyard soccer. It's up and down. Uh, they, they're not that organized, but they're very aggressive in how they recover the ball. And then Julio Furch is like this very typical tall number nine that that gives them that outlet that allows them to keep the ball in their opponent's half and then allows a lot of the runners that Atlas has on the wings uh, to get through. So they're an interesting side. He's, he has 10 goals for Atlas. And a lot of the talk in Mexico is that, you know, Santos Laguna hasn't been the same since Julio Furch left for Atlas. So he's a big player. He'll be the big sort of star for Atlas in this final. Well, just like we did with Leon, I want to ask you what a title would mean. But I think it's fairly obvious, actually, with Atlas. You mentioned uh, they've gone through a long title drought. My impression from afar is that they are generally seen as uh, maybe a club with a lot of history in Mexico that might explain their fan base, uh, generally seen as having a good youth academy. But they, you know, they haven't won a title in so long. I would gather that the history there 
would be a huge, huge, huge factor uh, in how their fans feel about this title if they're able to win it. Yeah, it would be storybook. I think it would be storybook also just, I mean, unless you're just uh, a total rival of Atlas. Like, I think the vibe around Mexican soccer is that this is a really cool story to to see them in the finals. Very similar to Cruz Azul, you know, last season that Mm -hmm. they're a very good team, but they were sort of, they had this huge monkey on their back over, you know, decades of not winning a title. And so that would be really interesting if sort of like in back-to-back League MX finals, these these huge massive title droughts or, or curses if you want to call them that uh were ended you know back to back and and so for atlas it would be a tremendous moment for for the for the players for the fans uh, to be back on top of mexican football uh and like i mentioned before just it would really uh be massive for Orlegi sports the ownership group that invested in this club that was if a dying club, to be honest with you, and and they've brought them back up. Uh, they've they've depended and and really relied and believed in Diego Coca, the Argentine manager, uh, and now they're in the final. And I, you know, I I don't think they're the favorite to be to be quite honest. I think Leon, based on what we've been talking about, the the makeup of that team, the experience of that team, puts Leon just above the the fray as far as the favorite, but Atlas are a dangerous team. You know, I think Leon is going to be really, really careful about approaching this final against the scrappy Atlas side. Well, uh, you led me right to my next question. We've been over both teams. It sounds like Leon has this nice attacking style. Atlas also maybe similar, very aggressive. This sounds like it could be a really, really fun matchup. Is that sort of what you're expecting to see? Should we be expecting a goal fest? You know, what what sort of what sort of game do you think we're going to get? Uh, at least in the first leg, I guess we don't know how <laughs> the second leg is going to be. Uh, I guess dependent on what happens uh, tonight on Thursday. But what do you think we're going to see tonight? Again, I think it's like you said, it, it should be an, an open match. I think the good thing of not having like a Tigris in the final or a Monterey or even a Club America is that the other team. Uh, isn't going to sit back and defend. You know, they're not. They're not going to. Sure. Well, we need to sit back. We need to absorb. We need to counter on this very high-priced, experienced team that we're facing. Uh, I think Atlas will look at the matchup against Leon and feel like they can play, that they can attack them, that they that they can play their style. And and Diego Coca is a manager, a very typical Argentine manager that has that really strong convictions in his style of play and the, the, the way he sort of teaches it and the way the players need to absorb it. Uh, so if, I think if you asked him, he would say that this is a work in progress, but they've shown enough that I think they're a confident side. I, they don't know what they don't know. And they're going to go into this final, I think, thinking that they can upset Leon. Leon, I think, will want to play their game, look like the more experienced side, the more organized side. Uh, maybe they'll be the one that's a little bit tentative to see how Atlas reacts to being in a final for the first time in 22 years. So it'll be really interesting just to see how the the tactics line up and which team has the intensity over two legs to win. Well, it'll be really interesting to watch. Uh, I just need to add a note here. If maybe you, the listener, watch mostly European soccer, maybe you watch mostly MLS soccer, and you haven't given Liga Emekis a try, now's a great time. This sounds like it'll be a really, really exciting matchup. And the finals of of these uh, this competition is they're almost always amazing games. I've never tuned into a final in Liga MX and been disappointed in terms of entertainment. So, uh, just to recap, the first leg is tonight at 10 p.m. on Univision and Tudene. The second leg is on Sunday at 9:15 p.m. again on Univision and Tudene. 
Uh, both those times are Eastern, so that'll you know vary depending on where you live, but I would definitely tune in for that. Uh, in addition to all the other exciting games and, and things we have going on all week, which is why we've had to have Felipe on every <laughs> single day, uh, just about. Uh, Felipe, thank you so much for, uh, for today and all your work this week. No problem, Alex. Thanks a lot, man. Elsewhere in soccer today, there's a lot of Europa League and Europa Conference games. There are honestly just way too many of them and way too many stakes at stake to recap here because I don't want this episode to be 45 minutes long. Just know that all those games are available on Paramount+, Plus, and if you prefer them in Spanish, they're online via Tudene. It's also another match day in the Women's Champions League. The game to watch there is definitely Arsenal versus Barcelona. They are the leaders of their domestic leagues, and Barcelona are defending Champions League winners. Arsenal is trailing Barcelona by three points in their group, so there's just a lot at stake here, a lot of great players playing, and a really, really meaningful game, so it should be a really, really good one. It's available for free on YouTube via DAZN at 2 p.m. Eastern. This show is produced by Mike Zimmerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions of the show by subscribing to The Athletic, and you can get 33% off a year's subscription by going to theathletic.com slash soccer every day. I'm off to Portland later today to cover MLS Cup and do some shows from there with our athletic soccer team, so stay tuned for that. Until then, thanks for listening, and happy soccer to you all. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.